0: Hello. Hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. So dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with the industry experts or academicians or coaches or leaders across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or fun fact towards the end. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and and I will be the solo host for today. Let's see if Sudhakar is going to join in case. Alright, so if we closely observe people around us, the kind of educational qualification that they possess versus the nature of job or profession they are into is completely different. So to name an example, we will find a lot of non computer science engineering and non-IT background folks in the IT industry doing IT development, be it the software development or maintenance of infrastructure or managing enterprise resource planning or programming for the mainframes or anything. And to name another examples, right, you'll find a lot of coaches who are from a different background. They are from versatile background, be it they may be a doctor or an engineer or a teacher. Likewise. So in today's episode, we are going to cover this important topic related to the qualification. Like what does this mean? Is the qualification related to earning or a job or a career? So to discuss this niche topic, we are going to invite Harmeet. So Harmeet, welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. Harmeet Kaur comes with 20 years of experience as an entrepreneurship educator, career counselor, personal effectiveness trainer, educator, and passionate parent. She provides one-on-one career counseling to school students, college students and also working professionals. She conducts career guidance and parenting workshops in schools and colleges. As a corporate trainer, she specializes in job role-based competencies. She is a certified global career counselor from UCLA and an NLP practitioner and a master trainer on entrepreneurship. She holds M.Phil in Business Economics, M.Com in Finance from the University of Delhi and she started her entrepreneur journey in 2007 after completing her executive program from Indian School of Business, Hyderabad. So, Harmit, welcome to our show. Let's get started.
1: Thank you, Naveen, for inviting me to Guiding Voice. This is a great initiative for our young adults to build better future.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today and heard me talking a little bit about your education. Like you have done your MCOM, you have done your MPhil and you have also done executive program in ISB. What motivated you to take those post-graduation degrees?
1: Okay, so I think the, the formal education of uh, doing MCOM in finance or MPhil was more a natural process. We do school, we do graduation, then we go on to do our next level of education. And there was some, I would say, natural instinct because I come from a family of educators. So this was a natural phenomenon for us. But the informal education of doing NLP or entrepreneurship educator or career counselor, and then later on doing some leadership courses or training programs from Azeem Premji University, I felt that's more my learning instinct. I love to keep on learning and doing so that has been the continuous motivation and i have my next hunger ready to learn something in business analytics and i think this journey will continue
0: that's absolutely amazing and very inspiring Harmit and I wish you all the best on your next phase of your education so this kind of thing motivates me as well so we have picked up this very critical topic it's about career and whether the educational qualification and career has any linkage and whether educational qualification has any linkage to the earning and though this question revolves in the minds of many but not many people discuss that very openly so what is your motivation behind suggesting that important topic
1: I will start with the quote by Dr. Abdul Kalam. He said, The purpose of education is to make good human beings with skills and expertise. I believe that education is the stepping stone to learn about the existing knowledge and build on it. But there is a wide gap of haves and haves not in making this choice. Students who find their passion may or may not be able to pursue their education in the desired field for lack of resources or due to parental pressures. Students who are aimless may have all the resources to gain education in any part of the world. In either case, they will work to earn a living. Having said that, this is the best time in the history where everything and anything can be converted into a career. The important point is to build the career on one's strengths and interests. In this way, we become the magnet to attract the career and the earning will follow. Here lies the irony as well. Parents want their child to run after careers which will fetch them high earnings. Hence, ignore the happiness of their own loving child. It then becomes important to create this awareness that careers will come and go. But the happiness of the child once lost leads to many professional and personal challenges. And I feel that makes the topic relevant.
0: I absolutely concur with you and I am impressed by your statement which talks about rely on your strengths and go by the choice of career which is closely related to your strengths and in fact I also concur with you on this herd mentality or the herd mindset among the parents so wherein there are many different situations to talk about a few first one is like in case if the parent is not able to achieve something they wanted to force it on their children so that probably I couldn't become an IAS officer maybe I want my child to be an IAS officer so I want them to move in that direction and in this process they don't understand whether the child is real Inclined towards it or not, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: And and the second aspect is about the peer pressure wherein their colleagues' child is successful by picking up a particular stream and these guys also try to force on their children. So very interesting and I really liked your answer. And here is a straight question to you. I know it is a very difficult question <laughs> to answer, but is the education qualification really related to job or profession in any way?
1: Yeah, this is in fact a tricky question. Let us look at a few statistics here. A school student spends at Mm -hmm. least 30,000 hours in the entire school life and another 10,000 hours in the four years of undergraduation. So ideally, education should lead to at least the first job. But guess what happens? 60% of the fresh graduates do not want to take up the first job related to education. 20-30% to are not clear what they should do. So the balanced 10 to 15% are the ones who will connect their education to their first job or profession. And that's the reason why a lot of working professionals come to me to redesign their career path. And as you mentioned, Naveen, a few common controllable reasons are, which I always hear, are parental pressure, which you mentioned, because it's fulfilling the parents' aspirations, Mm -hmm. peer influence or wrong decisions even when made in a rush. No doubt there are a few uncontrollable reasons which could be the lack of resources. So if we could guide our students to spend their time wisely and productively while growing up, then we can hope that more of them will be able to connect their education with their profession.
0: (laughs) That's great. And it is surprising to see that only 10 to 15% of the ones will connect to their education and the profession. Very, very surprising. Right. So, do we think children should be given an option to choose their degrees or courses according to their wish?
1: Yes and no, in the sense of that degree or course should be decided based on one's strengths and interest. And most of the time, children are not able to differentiate between hobby and career. Mm -hmm. For the simple reason that children are like clay and they are waiting for the right potter to make them who they are. And over here they need guidance which should come from parents, teachers and career experts. I myself apply scientifically developed assessment tools to find out their strengths and traits as part of my guiding process. I also advise my students to explore internships from grade 9 onwards, which prepares them to make informed subject choices and then shortlist their degree or courses in which they would love to build their career. This is very important because of the two resources that we have. One, the time, the student's time, and second, the parent's money and both of them are limited. Once spent, they will not come back. But if invested well, the ROI is very high.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's an interesting answer, and probably we want the student to experience different fields the sooner the better so that it will help them in deciding the best one which is suitable for them. Yes. Very nice. So, Harmit, again, we see many folks are into different professions or jobs, though they have a different qualification, but still they are successful. So, here comes my another question Can we assume that if they were given a choice around selection of the courses, do you think they would have been much more successful?
1: Naveen, before we look into what does success mean, let us say that, okay, yes, if the answer to this question is yes, then reason being because they are from the lot of those 60% students who were clear that they will never pursue their career in the education gained. And the reasons could be both controllable and uncontrollable factors which I mentioned before. The other side is no, because there is another 25% who are clueless and have taken jobs to start earning, but still have not found their passion. So here we need to look at how they define success when they make the career choice is it the money which their parents want them to earn or is it the happiness and the fulfillment they are still getting from the jobs or professions they choose which allows them to grow every day so what is the parameter of being successful i think if that is clearly understood then the growth path is there and it helps in making the right choices
0: Yeah, Absolutely. So success means different things to different people. For some of them, it could be money. For some of them, it could be fame. For some of them, it could be following their passion and making a difference. And for some of them, it could be volunteering as well absolutely very nice absolutely. yeah so now switching a topic a little bit and talking about this finding the passion or the purpose so which is again highlighted in this ikigai because during our conversation we spoke about this ikigai a little bit nice. so what is your opinion about ikigai and when should someone focus on it
1: yeah it's the buzzword now it has to be understood well the first step is to read the book which i did Mm -hmm. and then started connecting on my level of my maturity and wisdom so i feel ikigai means being in the state of flow which means whatever i'm doing i'm engrossed to give myself meditating experience to find one's ikigai there is a framework Mm -hmm. which says that find out what you love doing what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. Now, if someone has to apply this, then it can start from childhood itself. The role of the parent is to help the child gain experiences of knowing oneself and finding out one's passion. Having said that, for those who have missed out this learning, there are always opportunities which can be grabbed and these opportunities are provided in their work environment or in the social network or seeking the help of career experts. The most important thing required over here is to take action. This requires taking a lot of initiative. (laughs)
0: yeah so definitely action will be the first stepping stone in order to move forward right so a great conversation so far and I have another interesting question to you Mm -hmm. like you got into this field of coaching and helping thousands of students and the young professionals in picking up their careers which are suitable for you like who is your role model and who has been your inspiration so far
1: So very close role model is my mom Mm -hmm. and seeing her, she has been in the education space for last 45 years her there working with students working with uh, young adults and even when she retired she continued by volunteering her volunteering herself and passing on that knowledge which she had been building up for last many years. At a bigger scale I would say my role model have been many not one but one name which always stops my mind is Ratan Tata to be the person like him and create that value which the society needs so I think it's always there to work towards that big picture the big dream and contribute back to the society. That is what is always keeps driving me.
2: Harmit, that is really great. You know, Ratan Tata, I think, has inspired many in our generation. Moving on from the role model, what exactly is the quote that you live by?
1: I love the quote by Spiderman. With great power comes great responsibility.
2: So, yeah, Stanley indeed <laughs> influenced many lives. Yeah.
1: I have all throughout my childhood I have seen Spider-Man series and then luckily I have a son who, with whom I watched all the Spider-Man series. So that's what has always probably stuck in my mind. But there's a lot of application.
2: Wow. Amazing. Yeah. And what is your favorite book, Harmit? Mm,
1: the recent one is yes the Guy. And before that, I read the book on habits. It was amazing. And this actually, the whole thing started that uh, with a set of my own young adults with whom I have worked, I said, okay, let's start a reader's club. And because I knew most of them don't have the reading habit and for me also to build that with them, bring bring that continuity, I thought, okay, let's read the book. So we started with the habits book and uh, that has been an amazing read, right from looking at how it talks about the brain, then it talks about the marketing that happens while working on the brain and then how one should take care of one's own mental energy. That was fantastic. So a lot to learn from that book.
2: So true. This has been fascinating, you know, conversation with you. One final question for this session. Harmit, what is one piece of advice that you would want to give to our audience who aspire to make big in their careers?
1: So when we look at, when we use the word career, one important thing to remember and understand is that career and life are not two separate things. Life is full of experiences and how one embraces that shapes a personality. My piece of advice would be to keep expanding your comfort zone through different exposures, reading books, and learning from the mistakes of others. This also implies don't be afraid to fail. Ask for the smallest help. Build a network and have mentors who will always inspire you to grow. In short, BIG stands for B, which is be brave to dream. I, I for intense hard work. And G for gratitude for what you have. I would like to close by the famous quote, choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. Thank you so much.
2: Wow, so profound. Choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. Amazing. Harmit, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great talking to you about whether the education is related to career or earning amazing thanks for your time
1: my pleasure thank you so much
0: all right so thanks again for your time and all the fantastic conversation that we had hermit
2: dear listeners to know more about our speaker and the content refer to the show notes and visit our followers on social media we are available on LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Pinterest and also on YouTube. Just search for The Guiding Voice and then follow, like, subscribe to us and also share within your network. In addition, please feel free to email us at The Guiding Voice For You that is T-H-E-G-U-I-D-I-N-G V-O-I-C-E 4 as a digit U as a letter at gmail.com or WhatsApp us on India number 9494587187 that is India number 9494587187 and we will be happy to collaborate with you
0: Hey Sudhakar can you talk about the exciting opportunity of featuring our audience on this show
2: Sure Naveen So guys of late we have been receiving a lot of career guidance related questions from our regular listeners through YouTube LinkedIn comments WhatsApp and email and we are responding to them on one-on-one basis. Now, we are pleased to open up a new mode of interacting with you all while providing a chance to broadcast yourself. If you have any questions related to education, career guidance or a specific IT function, just send your voice message through speakpipe.com slash voice. We will play your question in your own voice along with the answer either from us or our expert panel in our future episodes. Hope you will utilize this wonderful opportunity.
0: All right, folks, it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about blinking eyes while using computers. So here comes the question to you all. Do you know how many times we blink while using computers? All right. So the fact is, People blink less when they use computers. So if you observe, the average person blinks about 20 times a minute under normal circumstances. However, people on computers only blink about 7 times a minute, which is roughly 60% less than the usual. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. So stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye. And we are signing out we mm-hmm.